God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. Be happy about it. Be very glad, for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. Matthew chapter 5, verses 10 through 12. And all nations will hate you because you are my followers, but everyone who endures to the end will be saved. Matthew chapter 10, verse 22. Remember those who are in prison, as though in prison with them, and those who are mistreated, since you also are in the body. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 3. Our persecuted Christian family has learned how to listen for footsteps in the shadows, for who's whispering about them in the marketplace. And they've learned to listen to God, asking him each moment what he has for them to do. They surrender their plans to God, saying, If the Lord wants us to, we will live and do this or that. James 4, verse 15 a common attitude among those whose plans are interrupted by arrest or beating. Let us pray. Lord, give my persecuted brothers and sisters ears finely attuned to you. Guide them. I offer my surrender as a daily sacrifice. Tune my ears to follow you closely. Amen. You are listening to Prisoners of War on the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast, where we stand for God's truth, not man's traditions, and we bring you straight Bible truth for these last days. The WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast is a global outreach ministry of Sacrificial Lamb Ministries. We are outreach-driven. Blessed greetings, friend. This is Pastor Vince, and we're back once again for another edition of Prisoners of War. The last time we were together was two weeks ago, and as you probably know by now, this is now a bi-weekly program. So this is our week to meet once again and to uh, continue lifting up our brothers and sisters around the world, our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world, who are facing all sorts of persecution for their faith in Jesus Christ. They cannot openly uh, share their faith. Uh, they have to be careful who they're witnessing to. If they're attempting to witness at all, it's something they just can't do openly for fear of persecution, death, uh, separation from family, harassment by the local government, etc. So we want to continue to lift them up in our prayers. Every month, there's a different theme, and the theme for the month of November is International Day of Prayer for Persecuted Christians. Now, the actual International Day of, of, of Prayer for Persecuted Christians has already passed, but we want to uh, keep our persecuted uh, Christian brothers and sisters lifted in prayer 
every day. We want to remember them every day. We want to reflect on what they're going through, even though we might not be right there with them. You know, we might not be able to uh, to be eyewitnesses, if you will, to what they're going through. But we want to remember them in our prayers because uh, through this uh, biweekly program and and however else you're keeping up with uh, persecution around the world, we want to continue to lift them up in prayer. Every week, or I should say every two weeks, we also uh, profile a different country in the world where, as I always say, it is uh, difficult, it's a challenge, and those are understatements uh, uh, to being a Christian. We just can't imagine what they're going through. Yes, we can read online and, you know, we come together every two weeks and we, uh, you know, look at some, some, some information, some data from different countries. But as I'm speaking right now, we don't know. Uh, we can't see what one of our brothers or sisters is going through as I speak. So, again, let us continue to lift them up in prayer. On this episode, we're going to take a look at the country of Kenya. Kenya, some may pronounce it as Kenya, and that may be the, uh, the proper pronunciation, but I've always known it as Kenya. So, nonetheless, that's the country we're going to be taking a look at this week. And um, I'm also, uh, I'm not going to share an excerpt from that book that I've been talking about for episodes upon episodes, and that book is called Reaching Your Muslim Neighbor with the Gospel. I'm, I'm not going to share anything from the book this episode. And there's some other books that I have as well that, if it's the Lord's will in time, I will share excerpts from those other books as well, uh, all having to do with uh, the life of the persecuted Christian and so forth and so on. But let's just go ahead and jump right in to our uh, profile of the country of Kenya. Now, many of you, I'm sure, know that Kenya is located on the continent of Africa. And um, the information that I'm about to share with you, as I always like to do, uh, the information uh, comes from the Voice of the Martyrs. The Voice of the Martyrs is an organization that I uh, personally started following some years ago when I was a seminary student. I was introduced to the Voice of the Martyrs, and so now uh, this ministry, Sacrificial Lamb Ministries, we um, support the Voice of the Martyrs. Um, you know, we get literature from them. We, you know, we ask them to send us literature and so forth and so on that we can share with others. And um, I am sharing information with you from their uh, 2023 Global Prayer Guide. And the way we've been doing it here on the podcast is that. Um, we've been uh, looking at a different country uh, every episode and just, you know, looking at some, um, some facts about um, what it means to be a, a Christian or a persecuted Christian in the country of Kenya. Um, we want to look at what type of presence, if any, uh, of Christianity um, is in these countries. So anyway, let's go ahead and get right into Kenya. Uh, Kenya is uh, designated as a hostile country. And as I've said before, and I will define the difference between hostile or hostile and restricted. 
Um, again, per this literature from the voice of the martyrs. So uh, Kenya happens to be a hostile country and hostile is defined as, uh, it says this includes nations or large areas of nations where national governments attempt to provide protection for the Christian population. But Christians are routinely persecuted by family, community members, and or extremist groups because of their witness. So again, we're looking at uh, Kenya and it is hostile, according to this information from the Voice of the Martyrs. So let's look at an overview of the country of Kenya. Uh, Kenya is predominantly Christian, but several tribal groups, uh, tribal groups in the north remain largely unreached. And much of the coastal region is predominantly Muslim. Additionally, in the region known as Greater Somalia in northeastern Kenya, 90% of the population is ethnically Somali and fervently Muslim. In these areas, uh, Christian missionaries from other parts of Kenya and converts from Islam are often attacked and have been killed. There are some churches in these regions, but their activities are severely limited by local uh, by the local communities. The Kenyan constitution grants every citizen freedom of religion, but local governments in resistant areas are led by Muslim officials who do little to protect the rights of believers. What are the, what are the major religions? Well, 98, I'm sorry, 78% of Kenyans of Kenyans are Christians, including 48% evangelicals. However, Parts of the country have a Muslim majority with significant Islamist activity and influence. Who is the persecutor? Islamic extremists are most active in the north and east, and their activities extend to Nairobi in the south. In the coastal areas, uh, community members and local governments also persecute Christians. What it means to follow Christ in Kenya? Uh, Christians uh, cannot openly discuss their faith in areas with a Somali majority or areas where uh, near the northern the northern border without risk of losing their family, livelihood and standing and standing in their community. There is a significant threat of violence against Christian converts converts in Somali majority areas. In eastern Kenya, the Al Shabaab. Islamist terrorist group attacks Christians, bombing churches and killing believers. In Muslim majority areas along the coast, Christians are rejected by their families and communities. And that's what I have for you today on the country of Kenya. So um, if you've been following this program for some time, I'm sure you have noticed a common theme or a common thread. Uh, from country to country that we've been looking at, and that is um, rejection by families, uh, by their families, by their communities. Um, we've, uh, we've touched on the fact in the past that um, many family members are informants, or informants, I should say. Um, uh, the bottom line is many family members will snitch, if you will, just to make it blunt, <laughs> just make it plain, Many family members will snitch on these these folks, you know, 
uh, to the local government or whatever, to these extremist groups, whatever the case may be, you know, informing them that, hey, you know, my family member is is a Christian. They've uh, they've converted from whatever, from from Islam or whatever the dominant religion is in that country. Um, hey, you know, my brother, my sister, my mama, my daddy, whoever has converted and we can imagine what happens after that. So nothing different really in the country of Kenya from what I've seen so far and from what you've seen if you've been following me, if you've been following this program for some time. So, you know, what else can I say, friend? We just need to just continue lifting up these folks in prayer. Um, And when I was looking at the story, uh, when I started the program, um, you know, talking about... uh, uh, James chapter 4, verse 15. I'll read it again. If the Lord wants us to, we will live and do this or that. If the Lord wants us to. I want to focus on that. So not only for the persecuted Christian, but for any Christian, even for those of us who are not facing persecution like our brethren are in other parts of the world, we should be following the steps of Christ. In other words, um, we should be asking the Lord to order our steps, to um, to give us the words to say, uh, to tell us when to speak, how to speak. Um, we should not, it, it, while it's noble, it's, it, it's a noble thing to be sincere and, you know, you want to share, you know, the gospel, that's what we should do. But, but what I'm trying to say is we need to follow God's direction. We should ask the Holy Spirit to direct us as to what to say, how to say it, when to say it. Sometimes we may be in a crowd of people or no, not a crowd of people, but we may be, uh, you know, conversing with someone and we may feel like, okay, this is the right time to say X, Y, Z, but maybe the Holy Spirit is saying no. You know, you may feel like you want to say something right now to this person, but no, not, uh, you know, right now is not the right time. And that's something that I've had to learn too, because if you're like me, you have a heart for evangelism, you have a passion for winning souls, etc. And sometimes you feel like you just want to get on the mountaintop, so to speak, or, you know, with, with your, um, you know, with your loudspeaker or, you know, with your microphone and just, you know, preach the gospel and just spread the word. But again, we have to ask the Holy Spirit for the right time you know, the right opportunity, ask the Holy Spirit to open up opportunities for us. Because again, what may seem like the right time or right place or what, or the right moment for us, he may be saying, no, this is not the right time. Then, you know, it's, it's not the right moment. Um, I've shared excerpts with you from uh, reaching your Muslim neighbor with the gospel. And the author speaks about that, uh, speaks a little bit about that from what I've shared so far. And what I've gotten from the book so far is is that very thing. You know, we have to, um, again, ask the Holy Spirit to show us or, you know, to, you know, to reveal to us when is the right time to say something? How should we say it? And when it comes to witnessing to some someone of the Muslim faith, again, I, I, well, I've said this before, um, I used to feel like, well, you know, what can I, you know, what should I say? How can I say it? Um, it's not like I'm speaking to another Christian or someone who professes to be a Christian, but I'm speaking, but if I'm speaking to someone who's Muslim, okay, that's an entirely 
a different religion, you know, different belief system or whatever, again, what do I say? How do I say it? And I have to ask the Holy Spirit for his leading. So let us now have a word of prayer and just ask the Holy Spirit to, you know, to be with us and, and to guide us and to show us when is the right time uh, to share him with others. Let us pray. Loving Father, thank you so much for this opportunity once again to come together on Prisoners of War. As always, we want to lift up our uh, Christian brothers and sisters around the world who are facing persecution. We continue to pray that you will be with them, that you will strengthen them, that you will encourage them, that you will help them to continue being bold witnesses for you. Uh, May their bold witness continue to be a a living example or or a shining example to us here in this country because we're not going through what they're going through. So may their bold witness encourage us as well and and to be bold witnesses in our own way. Lord, we pray that your Holy Spirit will fill each and every one of us uh, to guide us, to order our steps, uh, to be led by you, uh, to know when to say something, how to say it, who to say it to. You know, we do not want to uh, get ahead of you. Uh, Many of us have the passion uh, for sharing you with others, but we just need to know when is the right time. We don't want to get ahead of you. You know, we may say something um, uh, contrary to how you want us to say it or outside of the timing that you have for us to say something. So we just pray that you will continue to lead us, continue to lead us and guide us and show us when is the right time uh, to share or or to witness to someone else, uh, uh, to give us the words to say, the uh, the right words to say, and just basically to allow you to work through us. Because at the end of, at the end of the day, it's it's not about us; it's about you working through us. So, if we ask you to fill us and just allow you to work through us, we know that everything will work out the way it's supposed to work out. So, thank you so much once again for what you're doing in our lives. Help us to move forward to be witnesses for you. This is our prayer, in Jesus' name, Amen. Friend, thank you once again for joining me for Prisoners of War here on the podcast. Every time we come together, um, I certainly learn something new because as I prepare for each program, I'm studying and reading and, you know, learning something that I didn't know before. So I'm always learning and I pray that you're always learning something new as well. Please continue to study on your own, um, you know, to read up more on Um, on uh, persecuted Christians around the world, uh, studying on the various countries. Uh, There's still many more countries that we have to go through. But those of you who've been following this program for a while and, you know, you uh, you remember some of the countries, if not all of the countries that we've covered so far, you may want to go back and dig deeper and learn more about these particular countries and what it means to to be a Christian in these countries or what, um, I should say, what level, if any, of, uh, uh, of presence um, is there for Christianity in these countries? Uh, does Christianity exist at all? If so, you know, what percentage of the folks are Christians and things of that nature. So it's just, it's just, it's an interesting topic 
that, again, I'm learning more and more each and every time I prepare for this program. So, friend, until we come together once again, Lord willing, in two weeks for another edition of uh, Prisoners of War, I pray that the Lord will be with you. I pray that he will help you to be a bold witness for him and that he will order your steps, that he will tell you what to say, when to say it, and who to say it to. And that's my prayer as well for myself. So be blessed and continue to listen to the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast. This is Pastor Vince. This is Prisoners of War. Take care and stay safe.